I'm <laughs> not so funny. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I don't know what's fine. I just started to giggle. I just... <laughs> Welcome to Parent Gaming Productions episode 73. I don't... I have no idea what's so funny. It just is. Oh my god. So I... Uh, today's actually, well, Friday morning. It's it's 1.30 in the morning and I can't sleep as usual. Just listen to a little, little bit of Death Clock right now. I played a little bit of... A little bit of games today and, and just kind of hung out. So, got some interesting gaming news that's, that's kind of coming in. Some interesting things about Rust, uh, Minecraft Speedrunner Dream. Some controversy that's finally been uh, brought to light. Battlefield 6 news. Borderlands the movie. Uh, something I thought I'd never talk about, but Mario Golf is, is apparently uh, another thing again. I'm, I don't know if this is just for the the switch or not i didn't really read the entire article uh, i just kind of saw it but i i i kind of like stupid little golf games um so it, uh, rust is a rust is like a, a a game that i'm not like not sure what rust really is um rust game wikipedia where are you it's a survival. Rust is a multiplayer online survival video game developed by Face Punch Studios. That's appropriate. Early access in 2013. Damn. Wow, that's old. Wow. Um. Uh, it's a DayZ clone, a popular mod for Arma 2. DayZ was a popular mod of Arma 2, which has now been transformed into Rust. But it's kind of like Ark Survival, uh, but in modern day era. From from what it looks like, you basically start out by building everything. There's this interesting thing where you can raid people, and I'm not sure what the other part is, but I think it's like where essentially you, uh, they're called like uh, Tar I think Tarkov has it as well too, but like they're wipes where essentially like you restart, I guess, and it's fun i don't know um but now you can trigger your real life home's alarm your real life home alarm when your rust base is raided because apparently like uh these servers are basically like the arc uh apparently this is a thing because i don't play a lot of these multiplayer games uh that are active 24 hours a day but uh while you're while you're offline people can actually raid your base if you're not online so, uh, we're in a new month, which means there's a Rust update, according to an article on PCGamer.com, called, Now You Can Trigger Re your, your Real Home's Alarm When Your Rust Base Is Raided. So, the Rust Plus app now supports IFTTT, so you can connect your server to other apps and smart devices. Um, with the Rust Plus app, you can keep tabs on your Rust server when you're not actually playing, but now it supports IFTTT. Well, okay. Oh, IFTTT. 
If This Then That is a software pro- platform that connects different apps, devices, and systems. For instance, if an IFTT or If This Then That applet might let you automatically add a song to your Spotify playlist whenever you give a thumbs up to a song on YouTube. Oh, that's pretty cool. So if this happens, then that happens. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, that's that's pretty dope. So apparently, I guess, it, 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 while you're in Rust, if essentially if you're like, oh, if my bass is, that's, that's pretty dope. So essentially, if this happens where your bass is getting raided, then your home's alarm will go off and notify you. That's actually pretty dope. Uh, so a long time ago, not really a long time ago, but Minecraft speedrunner Dream admits to accidentally cheating in a record-setting run. Uh, so Dream t- t- detailed how his run was tainted and apologized for his role. So I remember uh, uh, Dream is... well Dr- uh, for, for people who don't know, this is coming from PCGamer.com as well. Uh, so Dream is a hugely popular YouTuber and Minecraft speedrunner. After a breakout year in 2020, so he basically went up to 12 million... He's now up to 23 million uh, subscribers on YouTube and one and a half million followers on Twitter. Uh, so essentially what happened was he did a speed run of, uh, I've, I've seen Dream actually do a couple of different things on Minecraft, um, but apparently what ends up happening is he did a, a couple of speed runs to try to beat Minecraft in the fastest time possible. And a lot of people were actually arguing that he was uh, he was actually cheating um, in 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 the speedrun because it, it was interesting that they were saying uh, how uh, well actually let's let's go ahead and, and jump right into it here I'm gonna pull up the necessary documentation and I'm just gonna read straight from the source because that seems to be the absolute easiest thing to do now doesn't it all right so this is an article that was about five months ago uh, a brief summary of the cheating scandal surrounding YouTube's biggest minecraft speedrunner. A wildly popular Minecraft speedrunner, Dream, had his world records removed after officials concluded that cheating was involved. And this is, again, a PC ga- PCGamer.com article. Uh, so Dream's, uh, the accusations arose in October of 2020 from a fellow Minecraft speedrunner, whose tweets have since been deleted, who reported seeing a higher RNG drops for key items and runs submitted by Dream earlier in the month. The same run that placed fifth on the world leaderboards. Minecraft speedruns are officiated by a team of moderators from speedrun.com, and the accusation prompted the team to investigate. In December, they re- in December of 2020, they released a 29-page research paper and accompanying YouTube video summarizing to the, the two-month investigation. It's a thorough report and many statistical graphs and calculations. Later, the team to, came to the conclusion that Dream was cheating by modifying the game. When moderators announced their decision, Dream categorically denied the accusation, but has since respectfully accepted the team's conclusion without admitting fault. Um, so what's being disputed? The key arguments around Dream's run comes down to Minecraft's drop rates for two items. Minecraft's speeding run is based on how quickly you can get from the start to the end of the game and relies heavily on crafting. The quickest way to get to the end relies on two important crafting items, an Ender Pearl and a Blaze Rod which both rely on RNG enemy drops. Ender pearls can be gained by trading trading gold with in-game creatures called piglins, whereas blade rods uh, drop after killing a specific mob. And what they basically said, or what was basically going on, is that uh, Dream would record every single run that he had, 
and he would record a lot of streams uh, trying to break the record. So he would basically continuously beat and beat and beat Minecraft back to back to back to back. And a, a lot of people started to notice that uh, he's, you know, when when killing these blaze rods or dropping gold to these piglins, he was getting things a little bit higher than usual. Like he was becoming un, uncharacteristically uh, lucky if you will, in a lot of these, uh, in a lot of these runs where it was like, how is he getting this lucky this often? Um, and apparently he's, he's kind of, kind of came out and, uh, kind of came out and said, well, uh, yeah, it, it, it sounds like he's, he's pretty much, uh, let's go ahead and read the article and see basically what he says. Cause apparently from what it sounds like, uh, you know, he, he's actually a, he, he detailed how his run was tainted and apologized for his role in the ensuing uh, controversy. So let's go ahead and check out said article and kind of summarize it for you. All right, so essentially, and this is again coming from PCGamer.com. I'm taking a quick uh, gander here at the Horrell article. Uh, so apparently Dream had made a bunch of, quote, challenge videos uh, made before Minecraft 1.16, the Minecraft 1.16 update. He increased uh, the mod, increased the Enderman spawn rates and the pearl drops so that they didn't have to waste uh, a lot of video time hunting for pearls and blaze rods. The 1.16 update made the process more complicated, so a server-side plugin was created to slightly increase the rates instead. Dream had considered that it might be a problem, that, but brushed it off because it was entirely server-side and so shouldn't have any impact on the client, and he was 99% sure the mod wasn't running anyway. So, f from reading through the whole article and reading through essentially everything, it sounds like Dream was like, um, it basically sounds like he, he had a like he had adjusted the game and then was just like, ah, oh, it shouldn't be a problem. Well, I guess it's not really a big problem. I, I don't think it is a problem. And uh, I don't think it is, uh, it's a real thing. And so, it it's not on. But like that, that's, that's, I don't like, I know when a mod is running. I know when mods are on my computer. I know when I'm running specific programs and when I'm not running specific programs. And I'm, I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> like I'm a, like I'm barely computer. Like it's, it's funny. Like, um, a while ago, my mom was like asking me to help her out with, uh, her, her Apple, her, her iMac. And I'm so used to, you know, Windows where it's just click, click, done, and, and you've you've completed your... Like, I was trying to import her videos off of her iPhone onto her iMac, um, and uh, it was it was just kind of funny because, like, I, I know how to do it. Like, I can do it on my, on my Windows PC super easily, but, like, an iMac, I have no idea what the hell's going on. Um, but, like, I just... I, I find it completely odd that he was just like, yeah, I, d I didn't think it was on... 99% no no when when you're that high up in a uh, when when you're that popular and you're that good like I'm, I'm sure ninja knows when he's cheating or I'm sure ninja understands a whole bunch of stuff so my uh, my prognosis of the whole article is dude knew he was cheating got caught cheating denied did did exactly what he's supposed to do deny 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 and then he's like Oh, I didn't think I was no, bro. You got caught cheating, and yeah, um, and it's just I no, that, that you're dumb. Like, I'm sorry, but when you're that when you're that high up on on the list of of YouTubers, 
or you're that good at something or you know what's going on and you're you're so aware of the game and how it works if you're cheating even for like uh even for just some dumb videos that you're making with your bro haas like you should know to to system wipe you know just remove all the mods and and basically restart minecraft i mean hell i've i like i i i had a problem i didn't well i didn't have a problem but I had modded a game so heavily once that I was just like, I can't unmod it. So basically, I just deleted everything and reinstalled the the old game. I mean, even when I was doing, uh, even when I was doing my Fallout 4 modded video, like I tried messing with all the mods to try to make everything work. What I ended up doing was just deleting everything and and on console commanding some stuff to 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 kind of put me back on track where I was. So to uh, dream, no, bro, you knew what you were doing. I'm sorry. It it doesn't it doesn't sit well with me that you're like, "Oh, I didn't know. Shut up. Quit talking out your ass." Uh so Battlefield 6 is got a uh reveal date on June 9th. Uh the official Battlefield tweeted the official Battlefield uh Twitter cuz fuck, I guess that's just I'm looking at the stupid little bird and I'm like, "What is that?" It's the Battlefield tweeted on on the official tweet. <laughs> God, I'm dumb. Battlefield, uh, the official Battlefield uh, Twitter tweeted out hashtag Battlefield revealed June 9th. So it's official. EA is uh, is is coming out with the official Battlefield June 9th. Uh, so that is uh, next Wednesday or Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. So that'll be fun. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, the the so on GameInformer.com. Uh, there was a news article today at about 3.38 p.m. that basically said, Earlier this week, actress Jamie Lee Curtis shared our first look at Kate Blanchett as Lilith. These are basically uh, shadows, um, or I guess you would call them silhouettes on an interesting stairwell. Uh, I I will say that uh, Lilith actually looks pretty good in the silhouette. Like, I don't... I don't actually see anything, you know, you can't see anything. It's all, it's, it's a black and white photo. Um, and it's, it's very well done where they silhouetted her. She looks pretty baller. Um, Roland has his own silhouette too. I'm not sold on the sailor hat that I think he's wearing. I wonder what he's wearing. Um, but he looks very much like a soldier Uh, for Kevin Hart being as small as he is. it actually looks kind of like Roland. I'm not sure about the hat, though. I don't really remember the hat. Uh, Roland. Whoops. Borderlands 1. Um, yeah, because he's, he, he's got like a, uh, a beanie. He's either wearing a beanie or he's got, uh, yeah, that weird like beanie brimmed hat or whatever. Or he's wearing a, uh, what's it called? He's, he's got uh, a couple different hats on. I know that much for a fact. But... It's just the the beanie, with the hat, or whatever he's wearing doesn't look wet, doesn't look right. As well as like he's got the um, beret. God, I use, I wore a beret for six years. You think I would remember the word for it? Um, but yeah, I mean, he looks kind of he looks kind of cool. Like the the gun that he's holding, or I don't know if it's a gun, looks kind of interesting. Um, Patricia Tannis, uh, the the lady playing Patricia Tannis, looks pretty much like Patricia Tannis. Uh, Tiny Tina, the silhouette that they had, like she's wearing a big old jacket, so it's really kind of hard to tell. Looks like Tiny Tina, the dude playing Krieg, 
the psycho playing Krieg, like, mm, that looks interesting. And then Claptrap just looks like Claptrap. And then it kind of goes into, uh, in- into everybody. I think we talked about everybody. Uh, Florinthamanthu? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did look at, yeah, we did look at everybody the other, uh, a while back. Uh, but the Borderlands movie, and this is uh, coming from Leanne Rupert, Report, Rupert, whatever her name is, uh, from GameInformer.com, says the Borderlands movie will center around Lilith, an infamous outlaw in a with a past worth protecting, a past that threatens to come to the forefront when she's forced to return to Pandora to find Atlas's lost daughter. In order to do what she set out to do, Lilith needs a team. That team includes a band of misfits, such as the adorably badass Tiny Tina, the annoying yet helpful Claptrap, and a plethora of other colorful characters that fans of the gaming franchise will recognize. The upcoming movie, much like the games themselves, involve a few redemption arcs, some crass jokes, and a tenuous group grip on sanity. Oh, and the fate of the entire known world. No biggie. So, I wonder... Because... Um, like I, I know that we talked about uh, Janiya Gavin Carr, Janiya Gavin Carr playing General Knox. So I wonder if this is set in the future because Tiny Tina does look a little bit older. Um, but it's weird because technically, you know, Roland died. So I'm not like I'm, like I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of wondering like when is this like a multiverse kind of like you know uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness where this is a different universe where Roland survived or is this like a pre adventure that they that they go, like is this how like everyone kind of comes together and they first meet I'm I I'm kind of interested but at the same time like I I I kind of want to just immediately shut it down and not watch anymore because I'm like, okay, we're getting to the point where spoilers are going to come through. And I, I'm ready to like, I remember when I saw, uh, Kong versus Godzilla and I was just like, yep, yeah, that's it. I saw the, what's that called? That, that thing where, you, uh, the trailer, I saw the trailer. And I was just like, yep, yeah, nope, that's it. I'm done. We're, we're done here. I don't need to see anymore. I'm, I'm good to go. So I'm, yeah we're so i think i'm at that point with the borderlands movie where it's pretty much just like let's just wait till the trailer rolls out hit play on the trailer and then wait until i i can you know like i will avoid all other spoilers and everything else like that until i can just go watch the movie or uh rent it as you will uh on on either i you know i (laughs) like i'm kind of itching to get back to the theater that's that's one thing for sure uh so kind of kind of in in itching kind of things here i'm not big on sport games like sports games and i don't really fare too well Uh, the reason why sports games and i don't fare too well is number one uh when it comes to sports games and i i like like i'll like i remember when i i went to go watch a master's tournament and i remember I was like, hey, how long are we going to hang out here for? And she's like, oh, we're probably going to hang out, you know, until Tiger Woods finishes. And I got to actually see Tiger Woods play. And I was like, fuck, it's sweet. And she's like, what? I thought you wanted to go home early. I was like, no, I want to see Tiger play. I was like, this is dope. And then, like, as soon as it was done, me and, me and the two guys, uh, me and the two, because I was, I think I was like 13, I was like 12 or 13 at the time. 
or, or no, maybe I was older. I don't, I don't remember, but I remember I saw the Masters and like the, I was there with, because uh, he was kind of my brother, my two little brothers' friend, as well as this other kid that I kind of hung out with. Like he was, like he was kind of my friend, but he wasn't kind of my friend. It was, it was strange. Like he was, he was an acquaintance. Like he, he didn't hang out with me. Um, uh, he didn't hang out with me voluntarily. I'll put it to you that way. So it was, it was kind of interesting. And like we got done watching the Masters, and we're like, "Can we go play around to golf?" Like, <laughs> and, and then like his parent, uh, their parents dropped me off by the house. I picked up my golf clubs, and then we played. I think it was like eighteen holes of golf or something like that, because it was it was it was just kind of funny, because like when I watch or when I play a football game, I want to go out and play football. Like I want to grab the pigskin and, and you know just go even play catch with somebody, or if I play baseball. So uh, Mario. Mario Golf Super Rush looks like it's uh, it's a new game. Uh, I mean, I've I've kind of always liked the Mario Golf games. It it's interesting. Apparently, there's boss fights. I don't know what the heck it, but like I just like I I like those silly little games where you just you know like it's it's you're playing golf like as mario or luigi or, or you know princess peach or, or bowser like i like the like i just i like the 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 more cartoony kind of golf games and i i like them i'd i'd be interested to see if it comes out for like the pc or whatever like i'm just i'm kind of interested so uh yeah that's that's kind of what i got there for that uh there's not much really else in video gaming news. I, I've beaten Mass Effect 1 and 2. I've made a bunch of videos for Mass Effect 1 and 2. And so I would say that, uh, I, you know, I've, I've, I've done my fair bit. I'm not entirely 100% sure how well all those videos are. Well, you know what? We can actually look. Um, let's go to my YouTube Creator Studio. Wow, my decryption uh, tips and tricks went up to uh, 1,162 uh, likes on it. It's kind of funny because when I look at the analytics, uh, when I look at the analytics, it's like 1.2 thousand views. I was like, hell yeah. Uh, you know, 25.6 actual hours of view time, and this video's given me three viewers. And apparently, uh, like, you know, how viewers found your video, like, a lot of it, a lot of the search, a lot of it comes from YouTube search. But it's, it's really, it's really funny because, like, uh, like average view duration time is one minute, 18 seconds. And like when I watch the one minute, 18 seconds, uh, like this is the reason why I make my videos so short because it's like, here's the information. Here's like, this is, this is where I talk about it. And then like, there it is. There's the information. And I think, uh, at one minute at like the one minute mark, I start talking about just some other stuff. So yeah, at the one minute, 18 mark is, is where the, um, is where the exception What's it called? Where the uh, exception to the rule... No, not the exception to the rule. I think it would be... Yeah, that's where just like, okay, you know, like, here's the information. And then the, the people have the information. They've listened to it. So within the first minute, they're like, yep, we have what we need. And then it drops off. Um, within the last 48 hours, I've had 141 views. Half of it has come from YouTube searches. That's interesting. 5% of it has come from suggested views. That's pretty dope. Pretty excited about that. Like, it gives a whole little breakdown of by the hour. That's pretty interesting. Intriguing. But yeah, I've dropped uh, how to get the perfect ending in Mass Effect. Uh, how to actually cheat in, in the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, 
so yeah, like I've, I've, uh, I mean, I got some videos that dropped yes, that basically dropped yesterday. I've already got a couple of views on those. Um, like some of the videos I'm not, I'm not too, uh, I'm, I'm not like, I know that they're not going to get a lot of views in it, but I know that the decryption tips and mass effect was going to get a lot of views. Well, I actually disregard. I didn't think that it was going to take off like it did. Um, cause I think, I guess a lot of people were having issues with decryption. So yeah. That's that's kind of what I did. Uh, just kind of made a quick little tutorial on, on that for the Mass Effect one, and apparently it's taken off. So it's it's helping people just a, a lot like my Pokemon, because I remember I made a, uh, a, a a long time ago. I was I was kind of getting um, was getting annoyed because like I'd watch these like ten. I know I've talked about this before where I watched like these 10, 15 minute videos about like how to do this or whatever, and I'm like this is dumb. And so I made a Pokemon Let's Go early XP farming method to show how to farm, vi like, to get a whole bunch of experience early on in the game. I've had 16,500 views on that video. Where I've I made a quick little 2 minute 43 second video on how to farm on Pokemon Let's Go. And I think the game was like a year and a half old at that time and it was insane and i'm i'm up to like 16 and a half thousand views on this one video because apparently people like like that's it it must be an, an early uh, a front-running video because like it's short it's quick it's simple it's it just explains exactly what you want it uh, people um I, I like i love how like people just like the, people will comment on it like this one dude's like chancy i was like yeah there was a chancy in that video um i don't I, yeah but just kind of like d what that oh huh yeah like some of these people like are stupid like i don't I'm, yeah like i don't i i don't wow yeah, some of the comments and like some of the comments are you, you yeah like these comments are left by kiddos <laughs> like you you can definitely tell um, so yeah like I, I make the I make quick little videos that I, I like I okay I know for a fact that you know kids are like I yeah so uh, words are fuck words are so goddamn hard I apologize uh, it's it's like two in the morning I'm getting tired uh, so I. I, I didn't want to do the uh, I didn't want to do the what you may call it I I didn't want to do the advice section again this week because I was trying to I was trying to figure out how to do the advice section again without finding these really dumb advice sections or trying to like I like I've been looking for some good advice questions that I just I can't find any advice questions uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna shut down for tonight. Or I should say today, and then I'm gonna come back a little bit later on today. I've got a couple of, couple of cool. Vi uh, so I found, um, I found some cool. Uh, what you call it? Uh, some some stuff. Uh, it's called Today I Learned. It is a subreddit that I've kind of found uh, as of recently, and there's a lot of cool little things that they talk about. Uh, I did find a cool Marvel theory uh, about how did Captain America become worthy. It was it's about a post a year ago. Uh, I love how, you know, it's like the Russo brother, uh, they've actually confirmed like a bunch of stuff, but like, it's a, it's a nice little theory on why, Ca when Captain America actually became, um, 
became where they like they're talking about like how when he picked up the hammer in Ultron, it or when he tried to pick up the hammer in Ultron and it budged, it wasn't him not picking it up, but it was the the hammer going. Yeah, might maybe kind of be worthy. Uh, and then there's a, a couple other uh, stuff like, uh, you know, like where do birds go in the winter time, uh, and and some other some other interesting things. Uh, you know, so I'm gonna go ahead and shut down for tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and save uh, part one here, and then we'll pick up a little bit later because I am seriously getting tired, and I know that the more tired I get, the uh, the the less better my content is going to be because I can I can feel it. So I'm going to shut down for tonight and then we'll pick up right away for tomorrow. Uh, and then we'll release this on Saturday, Saturday like I always do. So it, through the power of editing, I will be back in a couple of hours. See you guys in a bit. Welcome back to Parrot Gaming Productions where it is 10.53 p.m. the the night of... Uh, so we, we've had a little bit of time to sit and stew and we've had a little bit of time to get some breakfast pasta in our bellies and we've had a time to recalibrate, rethink, and actually above all we've had time to take a take a decent sleep. I slept for about seven hours today and now I'm, I'm coming up on doing the second half of the podcast. Uh, so I, I kind of want to start off with what's going on in my life a little bit uh, simply because I feel feel angry enough, I guess might be the word. I might feel a little bit uh, very upsetty spaghetti, I guess is, is the way that I would phrase it. So for those of you that don't know, uh, I have... Well, okay, let, let's start here. For those of you who don't know, I work in a... Uh, I, I basically work for a cheese company. Um, uh, the, 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 the There's a bunch of different jobs that we can do. Uh, lately, I've been all over the place, whereas uh, uh, beforehand, I used to run a lot on the forklift. I, I would say that I'm a forklift forklift operation operation specialist. However, that could be farthest from the truth here most recently because I've been doing everything, anything, ever, anything and everything. I've been the, the cleaning bitch. I've been uh, running the towers. I've been running the box, the boxers. Uh, I've kind of been doing it all, and so today I got put on boxer, which essentially means that I put the liner around the cheese and make sure the boxing machine where all the cheese comes out and we put all the cheese in the boxes works properly and the labels get put on everything properly. Now, for those of you who don't know how boring this can be, it is mindlessly numb. Like your ability, to, like like anybody and everybody that you talk to that's ever run Boxer, you're like, hey, do you space out? They're like, all day, every day. And that's what I did today. So I've, um, I'd call her a friend, but that's a bit of a stretch uh, given, given the reality of this. Uh, so when it comes to, when it comes to my intrapersonal skills and the intrapersonal relationships that I form with people, I'm a big doer. Um, I, uh, hmm, <laughs> stand by one. Huh. All right. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know what? I, I don't want to deal with that. Oh God. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Do I have to deal with this now? I do. No, you know what? I'm going to deal with it. I think I dealt with that how I should. 
not entirely 100% sure this is kind of a developing, ongoing story, if you will. However, comma, at the end of the day, the podcast comes first. So to, 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 to kind of recap here, to put myself back in the mindset of, of where I was before. So essentially, um, when, when it comes down to it, I was on Boxers today, and this has been eating at me for like six fucking months. This has been eating at me for, for more than six months. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've, I've uh, because I can sit at Boxer and I can just, I, I can just space the fuck out and I don't have to worry. Like, I can just be me. I can just live in the moment and just let my mind spiral and let everything go into this fucking amazing little headspace where I, 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 I you know, like I just... I can live and think and just time kind of speeds up, which is nice, but also you get these thoughts thinking. So I, I, I started this friendship with, with kind of the, the understanding that it was more friends than a benefits situation. It was a friends with benefits situation and it was more, it was meant to be more friends than benefits. And we, we had a conversation between the two of us where it had to be more friendship than benefits. Now, anybody that knows Wisconsin winners uh, can understand that uh, the, the whole benefit situation is probably going to come more into play than friendship. However, when it comes to friendship, there are some things that one thinks a, f- a friend should, would, or could do to maintain somewhat of a semblance of a friendship. And um, I, I remember kind of having a, a full-fledged conversation where we sat down after a uh, a rigorous session of, of friendshipping. Uh, we were literally, I think we were watching like Comedy Central and like playing, oh God, what was, uh, I think it was Injustice 2 Gods Among Us or some, some stupid video game where we were, uh, you know, fi- beating the shit out of each other and, and trying really hard to to play uh like we were like we were trying to we were trying to beat each other because i mean it's like two friends when you play tekken like you know friend like it's like monopoly friendships will be tested same with tekken same with those fighting games you know like at first it's all like you're like oh she beat me she's about like you're gonna fucking catch these hands um so so long story short i got really fucking salty today like like beyond epically salty so what I, I I came up with this in my mind that uh, I so I said I'm I'm done like I've I've talked to her twice you know as you know it was interesting because I'm like hey if we're gonna continue to keep this what I what I want to call a facade of friendship up because I I mean when um it, it's like when a girl has you saved in her phone as a free meal like you. you you kind of know what your place is in her eyes, you know? And it's like, if you're going to keep like, let me know where I stand, you know? And like, I, like I, I pulled out a conversation once where I, I had a conversation. She seemed to not give two flying fucks like about me wanting to have this conversation with her. Cause she didn't seem like she cared at all. I was like, all right, well you can go fuck yourself. Like this shit's important to me. You want to keep up the facade of friendship. And that's kind of where I lost the whole facade of friendship, where I was like, the, the friendship is a facade. You're trying to make yourself feel better about what you're doing with me. And I'm like, that's okay. That's that's okay. I, I, I get it. Like, you continue to believe what you want to believe. And um, I'll pretend to keep it up, I guess. And I, I, I've kind of, and, and I, had the, I had another conversation with her right around the holiday time frame, where I was like, look, 
if if you want to continue this facade of friendship where you 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 want us to be friends you have to you have to put in your part too like like reach out to me now my buddy alejandro who is near and dear to my heart and who I absolutely is going through a tough time. So I'm sending positive vibes out his way because I love the shit out of you, buddy. And I know, and I hope you're listening to this podcast because I know sometimes you're a few behind. Um, but I love you to death. Honest to God, love you to death, homie. It's July or June, June 4th, 2021 at 11, 15 PM. I love your fucking face, bro. Bro. I, I hope the best for you. And I pretty sure on Sunday, I'm going to go see you. Um, weather, weather and mental health, weather and mental stability, uh, what's weather permitting and, and my ability to remember permitting. So like I, I, I had this, this conversation with her back in during the holidays and I, I kind of reiterated a few times where I was like, Hey, look, if, if you want to, if you want to keep up this facade of quote unquote friendship, you have to reach out to me. You have to talk to me. This is, this is me reaching out to you for hookups. That's it. And you know, the reason why all I'm doing is reaching out for hookups is because every time I try to talk to you, we have little five to 10 minute conversations. Number one, they they go nowhere, which it, you know, like when, when you're catching, like when you're texting with a friend, there's a conversation and I, I don't even want to call them conversations. The, um, Oh, the, what the professionalist, the professionalistic greetings that you give one another. Cause I remember in the military, there was a, there was a gentleman who, um, I, I, I don't really want to say he stole my wife because that's not really what, that's not really what happened. Uh, long story short, the, uh, my ex-wife caught me doing some shit. Uh, she didn't catch me in the act. I was I was basically messaging girls for dates, and she got pissed off, and she kind of initiated a divorce. Well, she's what a lot of people would refer to as a badge bunny, or a, or a camouflage bunny, or a uniform bunny, or some sort of bunny that just bun- uh, hippity hops around the unit, around the squadron, around you know like you know one one you know for a couple months she's dating Tim for uh, from night shift, and then. You know, Tim breaks up with her, so she starts dating Tyrone, and, you know, she's dating Tyrone for a couple months, and then she starts dating Steve from First Shift, so, like, she, you know, she she runs around, and um, I remember his nickname was Chewy. I, I want to say his last name, but it doesn't really fucking matter, um, but I remember that she moved on to him some way, somehow, some reason, and she started dating him while we were still technically married. This is actually a violation of the Uniform Code of Military Justice um, and, and basically can get him in a lot of trouble. He, he, he could have been charged. He could have lost rank. There was a whole bunch of stuff that could have, he could have gotten in trouble for, but the unit didn't like me. My unit didn't like me at all, and they didn't give a flying fuck. Uh, basically, they were caught on a date with each other. Uh, it was just the two of them in a car coming through a checkpoint, and instead of uh, getting him on charges... Uh, against the Uniform Code of Military Justice for adultery, given that they were coming back from a date. Um, he uh, basically, essentially, what ended up happening is the commander ripped him a new asshole. But uh, he didn't really steal my wife the, because she was 
she was a horrible into I do not use this word lightly. Uh, she was a cunt, plain and simple. She was an absolute cunt. I hate. Uh, I hated. Like I married her to get out of the dorms. I didn't love her. I didn't feel for her. And then when I finally did love her, and I did finally fall in love with her, and I started to have feelings for her, she became a disaster. It, it was just everything about that marriage was an utter and complete disaster. I should have never done it. I should have just taken my licks as it was. And when she married him. Because our divorce went through and then she married him. Uh, he was our armorer. So Chewie was our armorer. He was the guy that would give us our weapons and he would be the guy that takes our weapons. So there was a very uh, a professional courtesy is the word is, is the phrase I was looking for. There's a professional courtesy that you give give somebody that you just you hate. I hate this person with a passion. This person is like stupid. Like I cannot I cannot stand him. I hate him with a passion, a passion of a thousand glaring suns. But he passes me by the hallway. He's like, hey, Jared. I'd be like, hey, Tim. You know, that professional courtesy. And that is what I was giving this individual, um, this individual that claimed to be my friend. Uh, so now one of the things that I usually do is I go on these long diatrobes. I think, what is, is that the right word? Diet. Diet tribe? Diet. How do. Diatribe. Not diatribe. Diatribe. A, a forceful or bitter verbal attack against someone or something. Um, so I, I would go on these long diatribes about, like, my disdain or my hatred or. You know, I'd, I'd have this internal rage that just. I'm not sure how to put it. But when I when I get when I get very flustered and I get very excitable and I get I get you know like on topics that I'm excited about on topics that like bring me lots of joy and and things that just it, you know like things that get me fired up and things that just build that spark the joy inside you know this one sparks joy that's like the same thing with with rage and anger and hatred I just I want to go on these long spiels where I just break and break and break and break and I just tear these people down and I feel like I can tear them down and then build them kind of back up and then you know get them with one final yeah one little quick jab right and uh and I real and I've talked to a couple people about about these little rants that I go on where I I, I you know I try to tear you down and by the time it gets to that point, a lot of women just don't give a fuck. Like they don't care, like at all. Like they're like, I, I remember there, there's a, a gal that's is very near and dear to my heart, Natalie, and uh, she uh, she and I have had our moments. Our, our, we, we've had many a moments, and we've had a few arguments over the years. And uh, uh, and I've even learned I've learned from her as well as from a few of uh, of my exes that. By the time I go on these di- uh, diatribes, and by the time I, I I go on these forceful, kind of you know long embarked, uh, it, 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 you know, these moments of just sheer, utter verbal vomit, I guess would be the word here. They don't care enough. Like they they don't give a shit. So like, and and like I don't know how to do the the like because I want to, I want to pour salt in the wound. You know, I, I want to just kind of go, meh, like, and then just like have it utterly destroy her because when you, when you, 
when it, when it comes to when it comes to friendship and it comes to Jared's world and realm, words are meaningless. Words are absolutely meaningless. Uh, actions speak louder than words. And the reason why actions speak louder than words is because I've I've had individuals well fuck it. Uh, my my dad, my my stepmom, uh, who I love oh so dearly. There's a bunch of sarcasm there. Uh, my dad has told me on countless occasions that he's going to quit drinking and quit smoking. Uh, he's told me that with a Jack and Coke in hand, getting drunk, smoking a cigarette. I mean, my stepmom was basically told by doctors that she needs to quit smoking, and I think she lasted like three months. Now, I, I think she had she had quit for surgery, and then uh, she stayed quit for a while and you know my dad would be kind and smoke outside but uh, I remember I went to visit her last summer around this time and uh, as I, th- I think it was next it, next it would have been a year last month from the last time I've actually seen my dad um, she smoked just as much as she did before uh, the amount of times that people have told me you know they're going to do one thing and then they and then they do it is is very few and far between. I remember my stepdad. Uh, he he's he's kind of a role model in my life. Uh, he taught me many many things, many many things that have that have that have come to that have come to show me what it means to be a man. I mean, my dad has taught me plenty. My dad has taught me plenty, but my stepdad has you know, and and that's why I don't really call him my stepdad. I I call him my dad because he's. He's taught me other ways to be a man. I mean, I remember we went and and this I know this is off topic, but we went to I think it was Rockfest, Rockfest down in Houston when we lived in Houston. He got utterly thrashed, like drunk off of his noggin. He, like his noodle was his noodle was wet as could be and it was cooked ready and like uh, like we we drove like the half hour 45 minutes home. Basically, he got out of the car, stripped naked, and went skinny dipping in our pool. We had our neighbor with us because uh, she was a little punk rock rebel. She was a punk rock rebellious little girl, and um, she was actually the first uh, uh, Capri. Um, I, and th- that's not calling her out because that's not her actual first name, but that was her nickname she gave herself. She was my first introduction into being used by women, which was kind of cool. Uh, but Capri was with us and she was, uh, she was there and, you know, she obviously wasn't 18, but my mom laid into him and then he went sober for God a long time. Like he, like he straight up went AA every night for like months. I remember he was like AA all night. Like he would come home from work and then we'd have dinner and he was like, all right, going to AA. And like, he would drink near beer. You know, he, he drink Yingling. I think it was, I think Yingling makes a near beer. But uh, he would drink a lot of non-alcoholic beers and everything else like that, and you know he drinks now. He 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 does drink. He drinks again, but it you know the um, I, I don't know if it's a facade because I I don't live with my parents and you know the pandemic has kept uh, kept it kept us from it, but the um, the picture that he he's shown or the uh, you know the um, 
what is that called? The image that he he puts out there shows me that he you know that he's 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 better. He's no longer where he was. Like getting absolute tanked and and doing all that other fun stuff. It, it's it's hard to find the words to describe what I'm talking about here, but like the actions of these individuals are 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 they speak volumes to me you know you can say you're going to text me more you can say that you're going to i mean i even gave this individual a key to my house you know she uh, she was going through a very very rough time where she just wanted to get out and get away and i'm like look i've got a super fast computer i've got a big ass tv i got some cute motherfucking birdies over at my house like i've got high speed amazing internet I have the, like, I you have the ability to come over to my place, isolate yourself where nobody knows where you are, and just live your life for a little bit. Like, you're going to have to deal with the bird, you know, the birdies. And I understand the birds scare some people. Um, but, like, to, to be completely honest with you, like, if if you just kind of put your, like... The, the the setup that I have now is is very non-conducive to somebody who's not me being right next to their cage. But, like, I, I had it set up to where, you know, she was out of, like, she would have been out of the way and she didn't have to deal with the birds as much. But, like, she could have isolated herself. You know, like, she could have gone to my bedroom, taken a nap. She could have came out and just watched TV on the couch. You know, she could have isolated herself, gotten the birds acclimated to her. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that she could have done to make this her little getaway hideaway house to basically just run away like she wanted to. And one of the problems that I ha- not one of the problems that I have, but one of the issues that I did have, um, one, of the, one of the issues that I had was that she never used the key. She never came over to my house. She never came over unexpected, you know, and I, I had a lot of conversations where I was like, I don't mind. You know, just text me that you're coming over. I don't give a flying fuck if you come over to my house, use it for a little bit, and leave, and I'm not there. I mean, I'd like it if I was there, but, like, you, you come over to my house. Use it. Get away from the hell that you're dealing with right then and there to where you can just sit and decompress and do whatever you want. She did it one time because she asked nicely and because we were supposed to have a hangout that night. And she only came over, like, a 45 minutes early. That was the one and only time... Where she was like, hey, would it be cool if I came over a little bit early? Uh, I know we're supposed to hang out tonight. I was like, well, I mean, I gave you the key for that reason, so yeah. And it worked out in my favor, but it was one time like eight months ago. She never used it since. She never texts me. She, you know, like a lot of the the stuff that we would do in the outdoors where, uh, you know, a, a lot of us could, where some of us could be seen uh, by, by other people. It is just not there. So she's she's she really has been upsetting me lately and it's been on my mind. And I mean she texted me and so uh basically I I left her on red. You know, I, I sent her a text back that was, that basically said red at XYZ time. I I don't give a shit. Like I don't know how else to respond to basically be like, You're a fucking terrible friend and only my friends get the perks that come with you know, like these are perks that come with being my friend, you know, like if, if Alex didn't package everything together, I'd give him my Netflix password because, you know, he's kind enough to open his heart and do all this other stuff. I barely ever use Netflix at my house anyways. I mean, if Netflix was like, Hey Jared, is your address one, two, three Sesame street? Yeah. Why? Well, cause like your Netflix is always being used at, you know, 
one, two, three, four, cookie crossing way. Yeah, that's my boyfriend's house. You know, like, cause like I, like I mean, I usually download some videos on on Netflix and then I watch the downloaded versions on my phone. Like I just, I'm, I'm very, like I very ever readily watch Netflix at the house. So like the the whole. The whole me opening up and 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 financially sharing everything with her, it, it like, I I wanna I wanna have this long diatribe where I'm just like, these are perks that come with being a friend of mine, and you've proven to me that you're you're not a friend. You know you are you're an acquaintance that I I I do a mating ritual with if I'm lucky, and it's just it's gotten to the point where I'm I'm done and. I, I had fucking six and a half hours today to sit on a boxing machine packaging cheese for God knows who. And I'm just like, I'm done. I, I, I changed, um, I, cause I had Spotify duo where I, I had my ex-girlfriend on the, the one where it's like, I'm a sad panda today. I had, I added her to my Spotify duo cause I didn't feel like changing my plan. I added her to my Netflix because I didn't, you know, like I, I was like, I'm paying for it. I, you know, like the might as well get a little bit of use out of it. So like all these other, all these things are kind of coming together and it just, it's, and finally like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm, I'm done. And, and so I, I, I kicked her off all of it. And this is, this is what it gets me. The first text message she sends me in like four to six months where she reaches out to me. The first message she reaches out to me. And I know some of you are like, well, Jared, did you ever wait? And be like, yeah, yeah. I've literally been waiting like four or five months, maybe, maybe three to five months. I've been waiting three to five months to see if she's going to text me. And the only time I texted her these last couple of months within the last like month or two is because of a medical issue that I could highly relate to. Well, kitties, I gave in to my desire. Um, it wasn't a fun desire. It wasn't a, a pretty desire, but I gave into it. Uh, so it was kind of interesting because the, the first message that she, she sent, of course, to me, uh, for, for quite a while was, you know, new Netflix password question mark. It's like, this is, this is the first message you're going to send me. This is literally the first question you're going to ask me in fucking, you know, five, six months, you know, like I, I was like, I'm tired of the facade. I'm, I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm tired. I, I, I'm no, uh, she, she's got a roommate and, uh, it's funny cause I'm like, I'm no more of a friend of you are than, uh, than, you know, your roommate and I are friends. Uh, you know, I was like, apparently if I don't reach out to you, I'm dead, you know? And she's like, I was literally about to ask you about this one thing. No, you weren't. She said she was sorry and that she respects my decision. And I told her the best of luck. So that ends that because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else I could do with it. But I, I love that when people are like, oh, I was literally about to know the fuck you weren't. No, the fuck you weren't. I mean, I, I, cause I, I know what happens. Like someone texts me and I'm like, oh shit, I was supposed to text somebody about that. Like I was supposed to hit somebody up. No, the fuck you weren't. You, you, you literally were not about to hit me up. If, if you were, you would have texted me like there, there's, there is no reason why there is no part of the day to where if you're thinking, hmm, I should hit up Jared about that hangout that he had that he was supposed to have with uh, with, you know, with a pecan, with a pecan pie, um, you know, like fucking come on now. <laughs> Whatever. I, I it's done. It's over with. 
depressing the fuck out. I'm like, God, I'm salty today. Oh, I'm so fucking salty. All right. So now we're going to jump out of that. And we're going to go into uh, a new segment. Well, I, I don't really know if you call it new because I keep changing it up. Every, like, I keep changing everything. But, um, so, uh, god damn it, I hit F12. You know, I love going online, and I th- is it 11? No, uh, yeah, F12. I love where it gives you, like, the little scripts, data, stuff. Like, it gives you the HTML, the the document, and you look at it, and you're like, the fuck is all that? <laughs> and you're like, I don't understand any of that. So, and, um... Uh, in Reddit, there's there's this cool stuff called uh, there, there's this cool stuff called uh, today I learned on R today I learned. Um, basically, R slash is the Reddit subtype, and the Reddit subtype is today I learned. And there's a bunch of cool little uh, nuances that that are out there. Um, one of them did pertain to gaming, and um, a couple of them pertain to some other shit. Um, so let's start off with the Marvel theory, just because I thought this was kind of cool. And this Marvel theory comes from Mr. Idulaham. This is theory. How did Cap become worthy? Question mark. Uh, remember that scene when Milnor Milnor lives off the lifts off the ground in Endgame. Yeah, you know the one. So I've been thinking. You know, how did Captain America become worthy to lift the hammer, and that sparked in the in the hammer to reach him? Let's back it up to Thor, the first one. Thor was stripped of his, quote, worthiness, end quote, because he was too arrogant. Therefore, thereafter, Odin whispers to the hammer that whoever is worthy shall have the power of Thor. How does Thor become worthy? He goes through an entire story arc of his downfall and his embrace of humility. Even in defeat, he stood up against a mighty foe. To think Captain America wasn't arrogant uh, would be a folly. True, his nature was that of an absolute good man, but it w- he was an idealist. And in a real world, an idealist will eventually have his back against the wall where uh, there there were jokes about, you know, how he's almost preachy, the language, you know, in Age of Ultron. Uh, and in Civil War, he had to save everybody. Again, I'm not saying it was a bad thing, but it, maybe it's just too idealistic. The turning point came from for him at the end of Civil War, where he did win the fight, but lost the battle, not against himself, but the people he'd been trying to save. He was portrayed as a criminal, where he felt all he was doing was saving lives. The hammer up to that point had just bumped an inch in Age of Ultron, because while Captain America was an honorable man, he was not worthy enough. He wasn't ready to embrace the reality he had never been able to. Right from when he had a small body to when he became uh, to when he came to the 21st century, how he keeps wanting to go to the back to the past to having to fight the government and his friends, and that's when he uh, when we come to the two to the final two Avengers, where he. Uh, Here's where you see the battle has defeated him. He's accepted the strange reality. Most of his friends are dead. All that he ha- all that he held true seemed petty in comparison to the larger picture. Things like language, his small body, etc., etc., does not matter anymore. What matters is getting shit done, and that's how he became worthy. He loses his high-headedness. He loses his idealism, and he transcends into a much greater man, uh, someone who still would keep fighting, but this time his purpose is more grounded to earth. And that's why the hammer comes to him at that exact moment when Thor's getting beaten up, Iron Man is down, Captain America does not think he can take Thanos down. He thinks he will not be able be able to, but he is still uh, he will still die trying. 
And then uh, Gandalf fourteen twenty is like, oh, Russo and Whedon confirmed he was acting to save face for Thor. He's always been worthy. He just didn't. Uh, so, and then Jupiter's dangle was like, I can confirm this. This is why Thor said, I knew it. Ever since Age of Ultron, Thor had suspicions that Cap could wield his hammer because people who are not worth who are not worthy can't even make it budge at all steve was it was always pure of heart which is why the scientist picked him for the super soldier program uh so basically uh according to russo and whedon um he was he's always been worthy i think that's a really good idea where uh basically you know he has to he was humiliated by thanos and in his lowest point he's like okay you know here it is this is game time uh, so I, I always kind of I think that's a, a pretty cool theory. So in today I learned f- uh, for millennia, Europeans did not know where birds went in the wintertime. The mystery was partly solved in 1822 when a German hunter shot down a stork. The stork had an 80 centimeter long Central African spear impaled in his neck, and this provided the first evidence uh, that they immig- that they migrated to Africa. Uh, basically, a two and a half foot spear. Uh, for the for uh, us idiots who speak American here, uh, but could you imagine that? Like it's starting to get winter and all the birds leaving. You're like, where the fuck did like what what do they do? Where do they go? But I mean, think of like the time period before 1820, like like there before like the 1900s, like or I should even say, yeah, because technically the 19th century is the 18th. Whatever, fucking timetables are stupid because technically we're in the. I think we're t- technically we're in the 21st century, even though it's 2020, 2020, 2021, but wh- whatever, that's dumb. But the 19th century, like think of, think of like our knowledge and the ability, like what, what people learned and like, you know, there wasn't much outside of your village and shit like that. So to, to like go, you know, like where did like all of a sudden it starts getting cold and then the birds just disappear and then they come back to like, like, where do they go? What do they do? You know, cause technically like people still thought the earth, like I think around that time, like people still thought the earth was like fucking flat as shit around that time frame. So I'm like, that's, that's pretty dope. Um, so, uh, today I learned the James Clerk Maxwell telescope was held for ransom while being shipped to Hawaii. The U.S. Coast Guard retook the telescope under the writ of piracy on the high seas. Uh, so this is an article by eaobservatory.org. Um, basically, a little bit of a history lesson here. Um, it says here, after a number of false starts, work on what was called the UK Millimeter Way. Oh, I got to read. I don't want to read. Detailed design, it's agreed to take part in a joint method, closure, blah, 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 blah. Uh, arrangements for the Canadians uh, overall. Where the fuck? Where is it? Oh, here we go. The next item, uh, the fabrication, shipping it to Hawaii was more problematic. Was more problematic. The large boat that it was scheduled to go on broke down, so the shipping company subcontracted it to a smaller freighter, which was supposed to take it direct to Hilo. I don't know where that is. Um, I'm assuming it's a part of Hawaii. We were already somewhat alarmed when the pictures of it setting off showed that the boat was barely visible under the large pile of steel. Uh, the two investigators where the boat had actually gone to Holland and loaded up with additional cargo of high explosives. This meant there was a delay before it could get through the Panama Canal. Um, and they have special days for dangerous cargoes. It then disappeared again off to offload the explosives somewhere on the Pacific coast. Um, a lot of late deliveries 
and the captain stopped outside the Terry Towaters and demanded full payment of original price or he would off the load the steel. So the captain was like, I demand full payment of the original price or he's going to offload it in the sea. Uh, and that he did not understand the law of the sea because we were able to retain, obtain a writ uh, for piracy on the high seas and the U.S. Coast Guard went and nailed it to the mast. They took possession of the boat and towed it to Hilo. Oh my god, that is so cool. What is this piracy of the high seas? The ninth, uh, the the nineteen fifty eight Geneva Convention on the High Seas states that piracy occurs in the high seas. Violent acts against ships in the territorial sea of any state cannot be piracy under international law. Violent acts of the territorial sea are armed robbery under the law. So basically, the cap. It, what sounds like is that the captain was chilling in international waters. The U.S. Coast Guard went out there, nailed everything. Uh, it seems that they didn't understand the law uh, because they were able to. Uh, the Coast Guard went out and nailed it to the mast, and then ba- so the the Coast Guard hijacked a ship. <laughs> continued to sail it to hawaii and then said go fuck your couch this is ours now that's so dope that's so dope so dope oh my god they're fucking wow that's 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 awesome uh today so something about rats so like i've been seeing so it was kind of funny because i remember seeing this thing where um the Australians were basically like, hey, we have a feral cat problem, which uh, came to bite them in the ass. So they basically uh, rid themselves of a shit ton of, fer- of feral cats. But the, these feral cats held the mice population, the rat and mice population down. And so now there's, a, an, a, I guess we call it an epidemic of, of uh, I think you would call it an epidemic of, of rat and mice um, in and, and, and uh, you know, because of the feral cats and now, uh, you know, like, wh- what do we do? Like, you, you can't because uh, I was listening to a I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast today about like ecosystems. Like we build a dam in the middle of a river and it just fucks up an, an entire ecosystem. And it, it's kind of interesting. It says today I learned that rats live pretty much everywhere in the world inhabit a land except Alberta, Canada. I don't know why Alberta can't like. It's weird. Uh, Norway rats were introduced to Canada. It all started in the late 1700s when Norway rats were introduced to Canada via ships coming in from Great Britain during the American Revolutionary War. Uh, of course, rats did what they did and they multiplied. They fucked like crazy. Um, rat sites and infest. Uh, uh, yeah. In 1951, rat sites, uh, sites and infestations were growing along the Alberta, Alberta border and were starting to encroach further into the province. Alberta did not have the knowledge or the expertise to handle the rat control issues themselves. And that is when Napoleon Louis uh, Poulian was hired by the Alberta government to eliminate all rats in Alberta. Uh, I'm not saying his last name. Uh, Napoleon, uh, NLP, Napoleon Louis Pillion, NLP, and his team created and implemented the rat control program that officially rid Alberta of all rats. The program took 18 months to complete, and in the fall of 53, Alberta was known as a rat-free province. NLP shared his knowledge with the Alberta government and was from then on known as the man who killed 10 million rats. To this day, Alberta is killed, is still considered to be, quote, rat-free. Uh, so what does it actually mean to be rat-free? Um... It would be ignorant to believe that it means no one rat has still set foot in the borders since 1950s. 
quote rat free mean uh, province means, and this is the main misunderstanding that fuels uh, fuels the fire for Wikipedia roar. Wars rats must wander across the border from Saskatchewan or hitch a ride in with shipping trucks, but these rats are dealt with as quickly and aggressively as possible. Uh, people living in Alberta still hold on to the knowledge that they were taught in the 50s, and they are not allowed to own rats as pets or travel into the province with a rat as a guest. Uh, so basically, um, they keep the population so, yeah. With the teachings that NLP left for the Alberta government, rats never get the chance to establish a colony within the province, and any rat that is found is usually a hitchhiker or a border jumper and does not get the chance to actively breed or create an established colony. Um, Yeah, one pair of rats can lead to a colony of 15,000 rats in a year. Damn. So basically, they have it so under control. Dude, that's fucking insane. Alberta's got it on lockdown, son. Lockdown, man. That's dope. God, fucking, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, fucking, somebody needs to... Fuck. Bro, let's have a conversation in New York. <laughs> uh, so Wendy's got a... Everyone knows Wendy's is a very savage Twitter. And Wendy's is, is well known for us. So this uh, guy by the name of Lewis is like, You know, Burger King also has spicy chicken nuggets. And Wendy's, of course, responds with, in kind here, yeah, and there's also water in the bottom of the dumpster out back if you're thirsty. Fucking, wow, Wendy's, that's, <laughs> that's fucking dirty. That's so, like, wow, that's so dirty, that's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, God, Wendy's is savage. So uh, there's a in, uh, so today I learned that the Utah's, you know, like it's weird because like I feel like you have to say today I learned like you just have to. Uh, today I learned that Utah's Great Salt Lake used to be home of a single flamingo named Pink Floyd who escaped from the zoo and would be seen wintering in U- uh, in Utah socializing with seagulls. Um, that that room that, that's like the who was it was it oh, God I forget what it. Uh, I gotta look it up now. I look it up now. Un momento, por favor. Oh, banana sandwich. That. Wow. Okay. Hi. I'm actually kind of interested to hear how that sounds. Uh, an actual forced burp on uh, on air. So any any what? I don't. Like, this is ridiculous. So I have. Uh, so I have two headsets. Uh, the first headset that I have is a turtle. I I know. Okay. Uh, Lonely seagull. That was gay. Wasn't there a fucking that I know that yeah, Nigel, this motherfucker Nigel the lonely seabird dies next to the concrete bird replica he loved for years. Yeah. So uh oh my god. Uh okay. Yeah, Nigel. Generally speaking, love is for the birds, but apparently not for a gannet. A gannet? Okay, yeah, gannet, according to uh, Google's dictionary. Uh, So a gannet is this... Wow. It's a very beautiful seabird. I forgot I was recording for a minute. I had to to talk while I'm waiting for things to to happen. But a gannet is a uh, seabird, a large seabird with white plumage. Nigel, uh, he was, uh, he, there's a, there's a concrete, um, 
gannet that lived on one of the coasts, and there was a gay sea. Uh, there was a a male bird by the name of uh, Nigel that like fell in love with it. And apparently, he was gay. Uh, yeah, put up eighty decoys. Uh, put up eighty decoys years ago in an attempt to bring the gannets back to the island. It worked for Nigel, who showed up to the island in two, 2013, the first gannet to land there in forty years. He became attracted to a particular concrete board bird from who he constructed a nest and spent hours grooming uh, her concrete feathers. Nigel died the past week next to the concrete a- uh, object of his avian affection. So, yeah, like he 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 yeah, like he just fell in love with it. I, 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 there's not a gay bird, but whatever. Uh, a single flamingo, Pink Floyd. That that was very off topic. I don't know why that sparked it, but yeah, um, yeah, Pink Floyd was was this was that that's kind of cool. Uh, so there is a, um, there's an article by Bloomberg, uh, com that says employees are quitting instead of giving up working from home, which is pretty fucking insane. Uh, so, a six minute meeting drove Portia Twitit to quit her job. She'd taken the position as a research compliance specialist in February, enticed by the promises of remote work, then came... Uh, then came the prodding to go into the office. Meeting invites piled up. Uh, the final straw came a few weeks ago. The request for an in-person gathering scheduled for all 360 seconds. Twitter got dressed, dropped her kids at daycare, drove to the office, had a brief chat, and decided she was done. Um, so yeah, like apparently, like a like a lot of people. Uh, it's still early to say how post-pandemic work environment will look. Only about 28% uh, of the U.S. offices are back at their buildings. A survey of a thousand U.S. adults, so 39% would consider quitting if their employers weren't flexible about remote work, and the generational difference is clear among millennials and Gen Zs. That vigor is 49%, according to a poll. Could you in? Could you fucking? Could you imagine if just like like 40% of like? It, could you just imagine if you're like, hey, come back to the office, 40% of, you know, the the boomers quit, and then 50% of your millennials quit because they couldn't work from home? That would fucking, that would be like, wake the fuck up. Well, you can work from home, so you should work from home. That's in fucking sano. Um, and then uh, there was this, and then there's this final, okay, so like, I don't know, like, I feel like I shouldn't go, today I learned... Like, cause it, like, have you, have you guys ever watched Jeff Foxworthy? I might be a redneck if, like, dude, you're like ten jokes into it. We get that the premise is you might be a redneck. So, uh, a copy of Goldeneye 007 from for Nintendo 64 sold for fifteen that 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 thousand fucking dollars. Uh, whoa. There's a whole article here with some shit that I did not fucking anticipate. Here we go. Uh, Nobody thought that video games could be worth something beyond that their initial premium in the 1990s. They're just data after all. But today, a six-year-old probably collects Bitcoin. And uh, you don't even get a box with that. Whatever. Uh, In fact, video games are a, quote, new collectible. If someone resisted unpacking the cartridge... It took uh, it took you a half a year to save for 1993. You could now be the time to act. There was a big the biggest sale on Maven was for a GoldenEye 007 for Nintendo 64. The fall of 2020, it uh, for a dollar, so fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. 
uh, for a unopened, still shrink-wrapped GoldenEye 007 um, uh, f- fucking N64 collectible. But dude, a $50,000 Beanie Baby. The Beanie Baby was... I remember these fucking things. The Beanie Baby was born collectible. So many varieties, each with their own name. Printed history, da-da-da-da. Suddenly Beanie Babies. No, what the fuck? Rainbow the Chameleon Beanie Baby. The most expensive 1990s toy sold is Rainbow the Chameleon Beanie Baby. Yeah, I want to know the story behind it. Not your fucking mom did whatever. Um, 41 most valuable Beanie Babies. You gotta have it. Like, this is a fucking, like, come the fuck, like, come on. I want to, I want to read about the $50,000 Beanie Baby. Bubbles. I had Bubbles. I had Batty, too. Jolly. I even had Jolly. God, some of these Beanie Babies are dope. Throw, like, wow. I had Seaweed, too. I love Seaweed. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh, that's a dirty thought about that one, Beanie Baby. I'll shut the... F- I had Claude the Crab. Halo the Bear I thought was pretty dope. The shy- Oh my god, because Snort the Red Bull. Yeah, I remember that. Iggy the Iguana. Okay. Uh, 15,000. Uh, yeah, no, okay. So, Okay, calm the fuck on. 50. Okay, uh, when Lefty the Donkey and Righty the Elephant, <laughs> I wonder what they're making fun of, uh, how, uh, could be sold as much as 50000 however, there's one specific thing you need to look for. Hillary Clinton's signature, okay, Stag- Staggy the Stegosaurus, 50000 Rainbow, not to be confused with Rainbow Dash the Pony or Rainbow Sock Monkey. Rainbow is a tie-dye or blue chameleon from the 1998-1999 collection. Some variations have a tongue, while others do not. But that doesn't matter when it comes to selling your uh, T.Y. Beanie Baby. You can get as much as 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 49,000 to be sure to check the tush tag. Some rainbows were incorrectly tagged with Mel or Spunky tags. But don't you think that would make it worth more if it was incorrectly labeled? Or was it like, we incorrectly labeled a whole bunch of things here, kiddos. (laughs) Oh my god. I went down a rabbit hole that I did not expect to go down. Uh, Nine of the top ten most valuable 90 toys are Beanie Babies. The only top ten uh, toy not Beanie Baby was Goldeneye. I I love that. Articles are like, sold for 15,000. Actually, it was 14,999. That makes for a better call. Does does that not make for a better article? It's like, Goldeneye was sold for $14,999. And you're like, well, why do I hear ringing? Why do I hear ringing? Am I, am I stupid? I think I am. Whatever. But yeah, like, I think that makes for like a more, like, I like more accurate type, whatever. I'm stupid. But yeah. Uh, so, GoldenEye for $14,999. Uh, the, and, and the Home Alone merchandise, uh, you could get up to 10000 for it, I guess. Um, Furbies, you could get 10 k for specific Furbies. Looking at some other, Wow. If you have a 1996 launch edition for the Nintendo 64, you could have upwards of $3,039. Uh, a Zelda SNES set for three grand. The f- Super Mario 2 Land, like original, could catch you 5K. The CPS... T- I had a CPS 2000 Super Soaker. These things were beasts. I remember filling up a Super Soaker with... 
with soap and water and spraying my brother down. You need a bath. And then I got in his eyes. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. A He-Man action figure from 92 and a Mr. Potato Head Cottontail Tater Spud could catch you 50 bucks. A Kinect's roller coaster set from 1995 could fetch you $85. A Yak Ball from 97 could catch you 100 bucks. Stretch Armstrong from 92 could fetch you 177 bucks. An Oreo Gigapet from 1998, $550. The green or blue version 1.0 of Tamagotchis is upwards of $750. That's fucking insane. That's insane, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, folk of the universe. All right. I've talked your ear off enough. I've gone on a diatribe. I fucking, I made it all. Um, yeah, this episode is going to be called I'm Salty as Hell. So, I love your faces. Wow, you guys are getting like an hour and a half podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna finish up this black cherry and i'm just gonna chill the fuck out i love your faces uh i hope you enjoyed the giggle like that that giggle at the beginning i shit you not that laughter at the beginning like i was just i hit because the way okay the way i record this is literally what i do is i i hit record for about two set for like quick second it records like a half second and then i import because i'm using audacity or audacity and so what I do is I import the original file, I import the, the opening, and then I just literally hit record on the second track, and I can hear the, the you know the opening play in the background, and I don't know what it was, but I got a case of the motherfucking Googles. Like, I just... <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just, I was like, I remember like last night too, I was watching a whole bunch of shit and I was just giggling my dick off. Oh my God. I don't, I don't even know. All right. I'm going to, I don't know. I don't know. I got fucking tomorrow's a quote unquote normal day, uh, according to my supervisor. So I don't know. I'll, whatever. I, uh, I'll be back next week. With something else that pisses me off. <laughs> I love your faces, everybody. Please be safe. Have a is Memorial Day this this Monday? M- Memorial Day 2021. Did I miss Memorial Day? Yep, I missed it. May 31st, because I'm a douchebag like that. Yeah, I hope everyone had a safe Memorial Day. Um, even though it was Monday. So, I'll see you guys later. I'll talk to you later. I love all your faces. Bye now.